So hey, and welcome to the Expert Edge. Uh, today, I wanted to share with you uh, some inside content. This is content that uh, I only share with myself from Stage Academy students, but I really wanted to help you out and contribute to you, especially when it comes to shifting your mindset for growth in your business. Uh, I recently did a coaching call and it was a bit of a kind of a strategy session with ourselves from Stage Academy students. And it was really all about mindset. It was about how do you identify and shift limiting beliefs that are stopping you from moving forward. And to be quite frank, I think that your mindset is so crucial to getting to your next level. Uh, you can learn great strategies, but until you shift your mindset, you won't be able to access those strategies. So in this coaching call uh, that I did with my students recently, we really unpacked uh, some of my own personal limiting beliefs that had really stopped me from growing my business, stopped me from really stepping out in faith for many years. And I hope that you'll really resonate with them. And I hope my, my intention is that in me sharing my story and you getting the inside scoop on kind of what's been happening in my life, it will release you to go after your dreams. Because, you know, I know for me and getting the chance to rub shoulders with, you know, the biggest market leaders in the world, every single one of them have got fears. Every single one of them have got limiting beliefs that come up for them. But one of the biggest differences between people who struggle and people who really succeed in this expert industry is that the ones who succeed are willing to go beyond the fear. They're willing to go beyond the limitations that they feel inside their heart and step out. And I think that this coaching session that you're about to listen to helps you to identify what those limiting beliefs are. And then right at the end, actually, I share a really practical process that I normally only share with my students, uh, but I wanted to give this to you as just an extra bonus, extra blessing uh, for being a part of the community. So I trust you're going to really enjoy that. And by the way, if you find this really helpful, I'd really appreciate it if you did leave a, a review on the podcast. Uh, it really does help with the ratings and rankings. And uh, I read all of them personally. So if you do get a chance, I genuinely appreciate that if you leave a review, uh, if you find this valuable. So Hey, let's get into today's session all about mindset, all about helping you to lift and shift your limiting beliefs so that you can go to your next level. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So let's have a conversation about mindsets. And I'm just excited about this because I feel like mindset is such a core part of building a speak and sell business. Now, when I was 13 years old, I sat in a, it was my religion class. So I went to an all boys Catholic high school. I had a little blue cub hat on, high, high socks and my little shorts on. And I was sitting there at my desk as a 13 year old boy, year seven. And I was waiting for my turn to read a passage from the Bible. And it got up to me and I remember starting to read and all of a sudden starting to stutter. I started to skip on the words. I started to like really having difficulty expressing the words that were coming out of my mouth. And I'm reading this passage. It was like, it was a couple of sentences. And I found myself 
feeling like I couldn't talk. I don't know if you've ever had an experience like this where you're standing in front of an audience, you saw you're talking to people and you feel like you go really internal. I felt like my whole world was just shrinking in on me. And I could viscerally feel my body having this emotional reaction. And at that point, I, I remember getting through the reading and just, and really like flunking my way through it and getting to the end, it just went on to the next person. And no one came up to me at the end, but I remember walking out of that classroom and telling myself, you can't read in front of people. You're not good at communicating in front of people. You're dumb. Maybe you're an idiot. And I remember this experience that I had almost mentally branded me, viscerally branded my identity as a communicator, as someone who speaks in front of audiences, to the point of it was six or seven years later. And I remember standing at youth group in front of a small group of kids speaking to them and physically my hand was shaking so much. I had to grab one hand with the other to hold it still. Cause I, I felt like I was literally about to throw the microphone onto the audience. My hand was shaking so much. My legs were, my knees were shaking. And I, do you know what I was remembering? I was remembering, I was picturing me as a 13 year old, not as like a 20 year old. I was picturing me as a 13 year old when I was 20 years old. And I still had that visceral experience that was coming back to me that was telling me I'm an idiot. I can't do this. I can't speak in front of people. All this sort of like mental language that was going in front of me. And it wasn't until I was about probably 24 that I realized that I had a mental model of myself. I had a belief system, a narrative in my mind that was telling me I was an idiot. Now, do you know what I did? I would look around and circumstances that weren't even real, like, like someone from an external perspective would see it and go, you know, like it's nothing. But for me, the interpretation that I had on that circumstance was once again, this confirms that I am an idiot. Hopefully you guys didn't join this program because you thought I was an idiot, <laughs> right? I trust you didn't join Saffron Stage Academy because you know what? This guy's an idiot. I'm definitely going to join his program, right? Now, <laughs> the reason why I say that is because I have worked incredibly hard on reworking my belief system of myself. The fact that I got to move us from Australia to America, build our business out, have employees, network with incredible people, it's because I changed my identity, I changed my thinking. Now, I don't know where you're up along, where you're up to along this journey, whether you've got some patterns, and I've still got patterns because at each level, you actually hit a threshold. Have you noticed that? Like at each level in your business, at each level in your income, at each level in your relationships, you're probably going to hit a threshold and it will bring up a narrative that is really trying to keep you safe from not getting harmed. Now that narrative of I am an idiot, that was a belief system that I created from a visceral experience that my brain told me when I was 13 years old to remember this column. This is really important that you remember it so that you don't get hurt and so that you don't feel that feeling again. Now, some of you have that around presentations. Some of you have that around income thresholds. Some of you have that around levels of influence in your industry. But all of you, and including me, 
at each level as we go up, we have to get really aware of what the thinking pattern, the belief is that is holding us back from moving forward to that next level. Is this making sense? Type yes if this is making sense to you. Dr. B says, absolutely happens at each new level. It's revealed until you do the work of the previous level. Carrie says, yes, so much. Yes, totally. Says Grant, Rebecca, yes, absolutely. Great, making total sense, right? And so I had this belief system, this resistance in a sense of what was stopping me to go to the next level. Now, my brain was working perfectly. And so if you understand the brain, you understand that the brain is designed to protect you. It's not designed to make a multi-million dollar business where you step out and risk a lot in your own mind and put money into Facebook ads, put money into investing, put money into getting employees, put money, like put risk on the table. Your brain is not designed for that. However, you can condition it to become more familiar and more comfortable with those patterns if you work at it. And so for me, I really had to work out, I realized what I thought about myself was that I was an idiot. This was around 21, 22. I had this realization, this revelation. Oh my gosh, I think I'm an idiot. That's what I told myself, right? Now, what we know about belief systems is, first of all, you make them up. You make them up based around the evidence that you've gathered. And so I don't know what you've told yourself. Maybe you've told yourself that you're not a good communicator. Maybe you've told yourself that you're not confident on stage. Maybe you've told yourself that you're a technical, you're a technical teacher, but you're not a good salesperson. Maybe you've told yourself, I don't know what it is, right? But whatever you've told yourself, I bet we could find an example of someone who's been through a similar situation and they created a different meaning from that experience. And so first of all, from this conversation, I want you to realize that for you to go to your next level on your webinars, on your stages, on your lives, you need to, you must, you get to identify what is the belief system that is holding you back to resistance so that we can start to rewrite the next level uh, as we go to that next level. Does that make sense? And so this is the first question is what resistance do you have? When I was telling that story, I would love you to write into the webinar chat panel right now. And it, it only comes to me. What is the resistance for you that comes up? Like what's the limiting belief that if you're really honest, you're telling yourself now, by the way, you've made it up. Mate, you completely made it up. So it's fine to tell me because it's not even true anyway. But you thought it was true up to this point. So someone says, uh, um, I always feel that I don't know enough, know enough. I cannot sell. Being seen, also financial threshold. Fear of being judged that I look like an idiot. The fear of people will not like me or my content. The fear of looking unprofessional and not worthy of a big audience. Wow. Am I worthy of the financial success? I've been giving all of my knowledge, et cetera, away for free for decades to my audience. So now, so no one will buy it from me now. Also, maybe I'm not pretty enough. The fear of forgetting. Um, I definitely believe I'm not a good speaker. That I struggle with my words, not skilled at selling. Nobody will take me seriously because I have a slight lisp when I talk. Now, this is the thing, is that all of these things that you've made up, right? You've made up based around the evidence that you know best. And it's what it is, it's about the interpretation of your circumstances. Because the interpretation of your circumstances essentially is a pattern that you're creating. 
And do you know what it's predicting? It is predicting your future. These things that you're writing in right now, do you think that if you don't start working on them, that you're going to see the results in your webinars and your speeches, that you're going to get the, the level of audience exposure, you're going to get the level of exposure that you want, that you know that you're supposed to do. Maybe it's part of your destiny, you feel called to, you feel a sense of purpose about it maybe. Do you think you're going to get there or do you think it's going to be an easy flow if you've got these things? No, right? And so this is the work, by the way. I know that you bought this program. A lot of you, for all the hacks, the tips, the strategies, the structures, there's a ton of that. And I've got so many useful, helpful ones. It's not even funny, right? And this is the work. And I trust that if you are a part of some of the communities that I'm, I'm in, you can appreciate that. Now, as an Australian, by the way, as an Australian, I've just got to say, is I haven't met many Australians if you're an Australian watching this program, I haven't met many Australians that understand this. To be quite frank, I think Americans in general understand this better than Australians. And I only speak for Australians because I'm from Australia. But I think there's a cultural thing. It's, it's fascinating in Australia where it's like, oh, you know, you don't work on your mindset. It's all fluffy stuff. That's all like, you know, it's all just fluff stuff. It's not fluff. It's the fundamentals of, of seeing success in your life. And so first of all, you have to identify this, this resistance. Let me tell you a story. So uh, you, I told you about my old belief system, right? Is that I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. That was my old belief system. It was around 22, 23 that I started getting obsessed around speaking on stages. And I started creating this belief system, this belief system of I am a world-class communicator. That's what I, I literally started writing it in my notepad. I'm a world-class communicator. I'm a transformational coach. I'm a present father. I am a thoughtful husband. I am a leader. Now, this was the thing is I really struggled to see myself as a leader. I've got to be honest. Like, I'd be completely open with you guys, right, in the program. Not that I'm not completely open, but like, I want you to see the inner workings of this process for you guys. I didn't see myself as a leader. I actually didn't see myself as a leader. In fact, someone told me one time, they were like, Colin, I feel like you're someone who sits in, the analogy was the Peloton in riding a bike. They're like, I feel like you sit in the Peloton, but you never move out. Because part of a Peloton, if you've ridden in a Peloton bike, it's a group of bikes, is, is each person takes their turn is the front of the Peloton. That's where you take all the resistance, all the impact, all the feedback, right? And if you want to move to the front of the peloton in your industry, there's this level of courage that it takes for you to step out of what you know right now. And I, and I hope this is resonating with some of you. Some of you, you're at the front of the peloton and you know there's a calling, there's a desire, there's a purpose in you. You need to pull out of the pack and start moving to the front of the peloton and start feeling the freaking wind. Like, like feeling the wind of that puppy right? There's resistance at the front of the peloton. To sit at the front and to be driving and to feel the, the power of the audience behind you, it takes a level of commitment. And do you know what? That is what it takes to lead the stage. Every time you step into a webinar, every time you step into a stage, you must, it is calling you to pull out of the peloton, to pull out of the pack, 
and to step into the front of the freaking peloton and start feeling that resistance. Does that make sense? And the resistance is where the magic happens. The resistance is where the breakthrough happens. The resistance is where everything that you wanted in your freedom, that's where it happens, right? It doesn't happen just in the peloton. And so for me, just recently, just recently, I started writing in my journal. So this is my actual journal, guys. I have an A5. I don't know what, what size they call it in America. In Australia, they call it A5. I've got an A5 journal, right? Every single day, almost every day, I would say like 80 to 90% of the days, right? I sit down for about 20 minutes and I physically write out my belief system. Physically write my belief system out every single day. I write. This is a new one that I just recently started to write. I am a leader of market leaders. This is the person who someone told me that you are in the peloton, you're never in the front of the peloton. I, about six months ago, started writing, I am a leader of market leaders. When I started writing that, to be honest, I didn't believe it. It freaked the hell out of me to, start, to actually start, start writing that. I'm, the mark, I'm a leader of market leaders. Now, who here saw some of the testimonies from Stell from Stage Academy? Who here saw even some of the people who joined this round as Stell from Stage Academy? When I started writing, I'm the leader of market leaders. Kerry's just written some big names. The people who joined Stell from Stage Academy, the people that I get to mentor now. Now, I'm not saying this to say like I'm a big deal, right? I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that Five years ago, six years ago, I didn't believe that about myself. I didn't even believe that I was a leader, right? Six months ago, I didn't believe that I was a leader of leaders. And look what's happened in my life. Look at the names that I get to mentor now. I literally just got off a call from someone who is a leader in the industry. I just got off a call from her. I'm doing some mentoring with her and she's doing a big speech coming up and she's one of the leaders in the industry. What are, the reason why I'm telling you this is that the work, the work for you really leading the stage, it's done behind the stage, guys. It's done behind the curtain. And so the work that I do every single morning, I sit down and I'm going to talk about this strategy that I do. I, I sit down and I write out my belief system. This, this is what I want you to do. Sarah Janus is Justin Brown, James Wedmore and me. I love that. And you, that's right. Come on, Ski. Come on, Ski. Uh, love that. So is this making sense, guys? Is this pumping you up? I really wanted you to, to, to just show you the possibilities for you. This isn't about me. This is about you owning your space. It's owning your stage, right? So let's have a talk about the real practical ideas around this. So this is the activity that I want you to do. Andrea says, yes, this is gold. Sharon says, loving your backstory, your vulnerability. Love that, Grant. Uh, this is why I'm here. When I am no longer exhausted, I, I will have um, the energy to stand up and to pedal, to sprint. Love that, where I belong. Love that. Andrea, yes, you are. I, if you didn't tell us that you doubted yourself, I would never believe it. You show up as such a confident leader, a great communicator. Wow, 100%. Love that. Clear as a bell, says uh, Lisa. Okay, so... This is an activity. I want to make this like super practical, right? Right. There's, I don't hold back at all in self and stage academy. So 
this is what this is what you get to do to be a market leader. This is what you get to do. First of all, you identify and you write out your resistance beliefs. So I want you to write out, physically write out. Now you don't do this every day, by the way. I just want you to get really clear on what your resistance beliefs are. So spend a bit of time. What are the things that are resisting you? And to be quite frank, I do this like every season, maybe every year I'll, I'll sit down and I'll write out what are the beliefs that I've got that are holding me back? What are the beliefs that I want in the future? Now, by the way, if you want to know what your current resistant beliefs are or your current limiting beliefs are, look at the results you're getting. Your current income level, your current income level is probably a reflection of what you believe about yourself, right? Your current income level is what you believe. Your current how many employees you have is what you believe about yourself. Your current leadership in the market is what you believe about yourself. Now, you might say to me, Colin, no, no, I believe I'm bigger than that. Now, yeah, we will get there. And I get that there's lag time. Dan Sullivan says, all progress starts with the truth. You have to start with the truth. So if you're currently earning $100,000 a year, you write down, I believe I am worth $100,000 a year. That's what you start with, right? You start with that. Because the, your results are a reflection of your beliefs, okay? Now, we're going to get to building new beliefs, and I get that there's a lag time, but let's just be really honest here, right? That is your current belief about yourself and your abilities, and it's really okay. Like, there's no judgment from me, and there should be no judgment from, from you. This is how I want you to come onto it, and I want you to go, like, if you write it down, my current belief system is that I make $50,000 a year. My current belief system is that I make $200,000 a year. I want you to go, wow, this is really fascinating. Like, I want you to put on your fascination hat, right? Put your fascination hat on and go, like, be a scholar and go, this is really fascinating. That, that's what I believe because that's my results, right? You can't kid yourself. That's what I'm getting right now. And that's my current belief system. That's where you start. The next thing is you acknowledge it for protecting you. I need you to be grateful for your limiting beliefs. I know it sounds really weird, but how it works is you go, you know what, thank you, thank you belief system for teaching me to stay at $100,000 or to stay at $50,000 or to stay at $300,000. Thank you for teaching me that. Thank you for keeping me safe. Does that make sense? Thank you for like keeping me where I am. Like it's, it's doing its job, right? You thank it. You have gratitude for it. Then this is where the work comes in. This is where you start to reframe the beliefs with a new truth. Now, how do you do that? There's a few ways. I love this one. This is one that I mentioned. Uh, if some of you guys heard me on James Wedmore's podcast, I talked about this one. When, when it feels like a bit of a stretch, I write this. I write, I am the type of person who, so I'm the type of person, I'm the type of person who is a world-class communicator. I'm the type of person who runs a million dollar business. I'm the type of person who stands on world stages. I'm the type of person. So that's a nice kind of lean into it until you get to the person, the, the one where it says, I am, I am someone who stands on world-class stages. Because sometimes you, if you're on the type of person, it's this nice kind of like lead into it. So you can start with that if you're really struggling with the I am statements. It's totally fine. Now, back in the day when the concentration camps were happening, Nazi Germany, right? 
This is what they used to do to uh, re-indoctrinate people. And they do this in concentration camps, in, in different like you know camps, whatever it is, when they're trying to re-indoctrinate people all the time. They get them to physically write out the indoctrination, right? So they get them to physically write out with, a hand, with their hand, physically write out. The reason why they do that is because they know that how we are wired as human beings is there's something magical that happens when you physically write out words you associate you get connected with them and so what i need you to do is to physically write out your belief system right physically write it out because they knew right back then that it changes the belief system changes the belief structure number four is you create and you write your new beliefs right so you do that you practice you write them for the next 30 days and start to watch the magic unfold now some of you might say colin this is very like very philosophical etc. I want you to know how practical this is. And to be quite frank, you can have all the structures and the practices in the world, but if you don't, if you don't work on this as well as the strategy, it's, it's both of them, right? It's both. It's not just one or the other. It's both. If you don't work on this, then you won't have the X factor when it comes to when you're speaking on your webinar, right? Imagine three months from now or a month from now, You've got a webinar, you're coming into your offer, you're coming into your webinar. This work is the X factor of when you're on that webinar and you go to go into an old pattern and your brain goes, no, hang on. I am here to serve and connect with my audience. That's why I sell. That's why I make my offer. I'm here to serve. And all of a sudden your brain goes back to it and it's this reminder. And then you start speaking from a place of certainty instead of like, um, uncertainty. Does that make sense? Abel has says, do we get the uh, PPT? How do you mean, do you get the PPT? You mean the PowerPoint of this? Yeah, I can upload the PowerPoint of this. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Are you guys seeing? Oh, yes. <laughs> you guys want this PowerPoint. I will upload it. So in the coaching, in the coaching product, I will upload this PowerPoint. Thanks for reminding me. Yes. Yeah, so you don't have to write this down. Yeah, you wouldn't want to write this down, right? Now, <laughs> because writing, you know, I didn't just teach on writing and how powerful writing notes are. I didn't just teach on that. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just playing, guys. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, Natalie, is there another... At the moment, I've just got to set to all panelists. Do you guys want to see the responses? Leah, let, me, let me set it to everyone. Absolutely. So everyone, I think when you, when you respond, everyone should be able to see your responses. So first of all, let me check in. What's been most helpful so far from what we've gone through around this? Like what epiphany, what's come up for you so far for what we've gone, gone through? Just type in first word, like, like what's come up for you so far? What's been most helpful? And then I'm going to get into more hacks and practices uh, as we go through. So type in there. Now, let me give you some examples as you guys are typing. These are some examples that I get. And I'll give you the slides. I'll give you the slides of this, guys. These are some of mine. I'm a world-class communicator, right? I'm a world-class communicator. I'm a transformational coach. I'm the type of person. Yes, love that. Um, I am a leader of leaders. I attract speaking opportunities into my life with ease and it feels good. I command the stage. I care about my audience. That's why my ideas are relevant and powerful. I'm the type of person who connects with my audience because I care, right? Uh, people have written here. Behaving like the person I want to become instead of where I currently am. Love that, Tina. Now, you have to be the person who's achieving the results 
to get those results. Everything from your future is usually driven from your past. And so for you to start seeing different results is you need to start acting from those different results space. Love that. Uh, Lisa, that I set my beliefs, therefore I can change them. Yes, you made them up anyway. Uh, and there's a whole, like if you study neuro-linguistic neuro programming, there's a whole skill set around that. But just know that the, the study of belief systems is that you make them up based around the evidence that you've gathered. And they're a complete distortion, deletion, and generalization of, of your experience. So they're basically made up. Beverly, the value of acknowledging my painful beliefs and protecting me somehow. Yes, just acknowledging it. It's like being grateful that they've served you to this point. The Peloton metaphor was viscerally understanding. Yeah, I could feel it in my body when I was sharing it. I love that. Dr. B, you're reminding me of a training and knowledge I already have uh, and I need to implement it and live it daily. Uh, slipped a bit. Love that, Dr. B. Maybe, so it sounds like this is your space, like the mindset space. Love that. Very good, very good. I love this statement. When you feel congruent with your product, you have a moral obligation to sell it. So for me, Self From Stage Academy, I know, I know that the program is so good that if I don't offer it to people, I am giving people a disservice. I just know that. Like deep in my heart, I know that. That is why when I share it, there's like a real conviction in what I do. Now, how do I, how I built that belief? There's a few things. First of all, I've tested it personally, right? So I've, I've gathered evidence for it. That's the first thing. Second of all, I've got evidence for it. So I ran, I ran a beta program of it and I got feedback from it and that has created more certainty. Third, I've worked on my mindset around it, which is all around that I'm there to serve and there to give. Now, some of you have only got the mindset first. Now that is part of it. But if you want to get to like market leading confidence, market leading conviction, you need all three guys. You need all three. And I'm just going to tell you of them again because they're not in the slides. You need to work on your mindset, which is you realizing that when you offer a program, you are serving people, you are giving to people, you are creating a space for transformation. And when people transact with you, when they transact with you, it's the doorway to their transformation. So that's a mindset piece. The second piece is you probably need to test it. Like you need to use it and utilize it and get feedback yourself from it. The third is you need to gather a body of evidence and feedback from your audience to know that it works for them also. That's the trifecta. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, Make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.